You are listening to a sermon preached at the First Christian Church of St. Ignatius in St. Ignatius, Montana. For more information, you can visit us at www.firstchristiansti.org. Good morning. Good? Okay. That scared me. Um, all right, so a couple disclaimers here before I get started. Uh, number one, last time they had me do this, they didn't give me the lapel mic, and they had me talking to the microphone right here, and that made me stay still. I'll do my best. Um, <laughs> uh, number two, Bill, you were supposed to take longer. Um, I've, I've got a nice message put together here, uh, but I'm one of those guys who I pretty much say what I was going to say and don't drag it out and then I'm done. So who knows, you may get to lunch early today. Um, so, so Bob called me earlier this week, I don't remember exactly which day it was, and he asked me if I would preach today. And I said, sure, sure, I'd love to do that. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Dan preached, and he said that he was driving through Missoula, and he found scripture on the back of a truck, and that told him what he was going to talk about. I tell you what, I drove all over the place, um, and I couldn't find, <sighs> couldn't find a scripture on the back of a truck. Um, I did see one yesterday. I got kind of excited. I thought maybe that was the sign. It said, uh, in God we trust. In Christ we are saved. I was excited. I thought, I can work with that. The guy immediately cut me off, and I thought... <laughs> That's probably not it. It's probably not the one I'm supposed to go with. Uh, so I had decided, I had decided uh, earlier in the week I would go with a sermon that I did a few years ago over uh, family camp because there were a whole 10 people here um, and none of you guys have heard it except for maybe my wife. So I thought I can use that. And so I started to rework that and to expand on that and get ready uh, to do that. Uh, last night as I was preparing. Um, I texted my dad and said, hey, pray for me. I'm preaching tomorrow. My dad texted me back pretty simply. He said, I'm praying for you. Give them heaven and you'll be fine. Sweet. So I went to bed. I woke up promptly at about two o'clock this morning. It's been a long night. Give them heaven. What does that mean? What does that mean? Because I'm talking to a body of believers. They already know what waits. They already have hope. Give them heaven. I don't, I don't think my dad, when he sent that, knew that it would keep me up all night. I thought he thought that that would give me peace. What it caused was for me to decide I was going to do something totally different today. Give them heaven. To me, means spread the gospel. It means give everybody else the hope that you have. Why? That's the question I come back to. That's Rick's fault. Um, he started me on that months ago. Why? 
Turn with me, if you will, to 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. We're going to start in verse 1. And I'm going to read the first six verses. This is where I pause and give everybody time to get there. And that takes up more time. I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all men, the testimony given in its proper time. Why? Because it's what God desires of us. Give him heaven. Give them the gospel because it's what God desires of us. And who are we to give it to? Everyone. From the highest ranking officials to kings, presidents, rulers, to lowest, to children, to the guy that picks up the garbage. We are to give it to everyone. He says, live peaceful and quiet lives in godliness and holiness. Now, how is that giving them heaven? We're to be an example. We're the ones they get to see. We're the ones that they get to watch. We're the ones that they get to hear. I got lots of different references. If you want to write them down, that's fine. I, I didn't put together uh, anything up on the screen, so I'll, I'll try and give you time to write. Philippians 4, verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Godliness and holiness. If that's what we're about, then we're giving them heaven. We're giving each other heaven. And those things are pleasing to God. Why? Because He wants none to perish. He wants everyone saved. He makes that clear. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promises. Some understand slowness. 
He is patient. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Why do we give them heaven? Why do we give each other heaven? Because God wants none to perish. And if we don't give it, if we don't show it, if we don't spread it, how can they find it? Why do we give it to Him? Because it comes from Christ and He gave it to us. Bill, in his communion meditation, talked about gifts. And normally when we think about gifts, we think about something that's given to us that we get to put away in our closet, that we get to put up on a shelf. It's ours. And Christ gave us a gift. And it is mine to hold on to and to hope in and to cherish, but it's not mine to keep to myself either. We give him heaven because it's a gift that he wants everyone to have. And it's our responsibility, those of us that have received it, to share it, to give it. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. This is going to be a little bit of the how, right? I just asked the question, why? I also, without stating it, answered the question, who? Does everybody remember who, the, who was? Can somebody tell me? I like to do the question and answer thing. Everyone. Thanks, Sherry. I was afraid I was going to have to stand up here and wait. So now we talk about the how. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20 I'm going to back up. Let's do 18. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I'm with you. Always to the very end of the age. Just in case we missed it, and just in case you didn't hear Sherry and me say it again afterward, he says, go to all nations. So how are we to go about it? We're to go to everyone, all nations. He drives that point home. How are we to do it? We're to disciple. We're to make disciples. We're to baptize. We're to teach. He says, teach every command I gave you to them. Rick, this morning in opening exercise, I love how this plays out, talked about this being the owner's manual. For those of you that weren't here, this is our owner's manual. This is how we know how to check our fluids and keep ourselves running right. I don't know if you've read much of this owner's manual. I have. And when he starts talking about teach them all the commands I gave you, Man, I lock up a little bit. If you go back in Matthew to chapter 5, 
chapters 5 through 7 is what we finally refer to as the Sermon on the Mount. I'm not going to read through all of that. We'd be here until tomorrow. But the entire Sermon on the Mount is commands, if we pay attention to what he's telling us, commands on how our attitude should be. We call them the Beatitudes. It's cute. It catches our attention. But they're commands on how our attitude towards others and towards each other should be. He teaches us, He commands us to be salt and light. To stand out, to be a beacon to those in the darkness, to bring something to the table, to heighten what's there in front of them. That's what salt does. That's why you put it on your food. It brings out flavor. It has a purpose. He teaches us about the law, and when He starts to teach about the law... He starts to break some things down. He starts to give us commands to look past just what's simply written, but to what it's supposed to actually mean in our hearts. He talks about anger. And that's a hard one to hear because I know I fail at that. He teaches about lust. He teaches about divorce. He teaches about vows. Did I mention we're not out of chapter 5 yet? And if we're going to give them heaven, we have to share all those commands. And not just sit down and tell them. Not just sit down and recite it back to them. Not just tell them, see, you're doing these things wrong. We have to show them. We have to live it out in our daily walk as we go through our lives. These things that He's commanded us, if we don't play them out, how can we expect anyone else be interested in learning them and following them. He teaches us how to pray, about loving our enemies, about fasting, about money, about worry. He teaches us most importantly, and that's a dangerous thing to say, but He teaches us most importantly in chapter 7 about seeking Him. And if we're going to reach out, if we're going to give them heaven, then we ourselves have to be seeking Him. We have to find ourselves in the Word. We have to find ourselves knowing it and living it out if we're going to give it to others. We've talked about why. We've talked about who. We've talked about the fact that He's given us commands. John chapter 14, verse 15. He starts by saying this. This is Jesus speaking. It's in red in my Bible. That's the stuff that you're really supposed to pay attention to. John 14, verse 15. If you love me, you will obey what I command. For me, I just have to go back to the next page over. John 13, verses 34 
and 35. A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. If we're going to give them heaven, we have to love one another. And not love that this world defines. Not love the kind that makes your heart flutter and makes you feel good. Love. Love like Christ gave. Self-sacrificing love. Others above myself. Love. My interests are last. Love. A new command He has given us. Love one another so that we can give everyone heaven. Because that's how we know. That's how they know. This is where it's going to get fast. This isn't the only place he tells us. I've got a few more. Try and keep up. 1 John. 1 John 4.8 Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. First John 4, 20 and 21. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. And he has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Romans chapter 12, verse 10. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. John 15.12 My command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. You. Last one I have. I was going to say finally, but that's not true. Keep reading. You'll find lots more. Romans chapter 13, 9 and 10. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet. 
and whatever other commands there may be are summed up in this one rule. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. If we're going to give them heaven, we have to create disciples. We have to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and we have to teach them His commands. Love one another. Love your neighbor as yourself. God is love. The idea is to give them heaven. If you haven't found that hope, if you don't know Christ, as your Lord and Savior, seek, knock, search. If you do, pay attention to those who are seeking, knocking. If you've come to that point where you want to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're about to sing our invitation hymn. I would ask that you come forward at this time.